Hello there, you're listening to the Park Crush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom, joining me as ever. It's Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Really, very good. Yeah, well. I was expecting a kind of quite sad, downbeat opening to the show. (laughs) I'm, I'm still getting over it. It's not quite hit home yet, Josh. I went shopping this morning, so I've uh, perked myself up. With oh, that. you've had some retail therapy. Yes. Who are, are you having a midlife crisis or something? It does feel like that. To oh, dearie me, dearie me. I've completely. I've bought new everything: shirts, like work shirts, casual shirts, trousers, trousers, no less. Hats. Uh, no hat. No hats. No shorts. Right. Disney. Disney gym jams. No. What have I done with myself? I don't know. I don't know. I don't recognise you anymore, frankly. Yeah. But, alas, I guess I'll just have to remember the Josh that I used to know, and it will get me through this podcast. Well, the Josh that you used to know was going to Japan, but no more. Oh. Well, yes, regular listeners will know that we've been pretty excited about the prospect of going to Tokyo Disneyland and Universal Japan. It's a trip we've had booked for a while now. <laughs> but it's it's not happening anymore, Josh. It's not happening anymore. It's not. It's gutting. It certainly is. Something something called the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Vin Diesel virus. Oh VDV. The, the Vin Diesel virus. Now you're gonna need, you're gonna need to explain this because this is a, a good little in joke that makes me chuckle, but I don't I don't know if the people will understand. Right, yeah. I've explained it to a few people uh, in my passing, uh, you know, at work, down the pub. Oh, <laughs> of course. So the bar... Cl- but, classic pub banter. The bar lady. She's like, no, coronavirus. Like, oh, you mean VDV? Oh, you what? <laughs> uh, yeah, so coronavirus, obviously mm. corona. Uh, lots of Americans not drinking corona now, in case it gives them the virus. <laughs> Let's see, right, I saw this headline, and to be fair, it's a load of nonsense. <laughs> Like, if you actually haven't read the story... I haven't, but... Okay, well, this is the problem, isn't it? This is how stupid things happen in the world, because people just read the tweets. Yeah. It's like that bit in Knives Out, where the woman's like, I read a tweet about a New Yorker article about you, and it's like, yeah, that's what everybody does. Yep. Nobody just reads the news. No. So yeah. if you actually clicked into the article, you would see that the stats that uh, come out of this survey that the tweet is citing do not actually reflect what the tweet says right. much at all. Okay. So... To be fair, I've been there getting most are. of my coronavirus news from NHK as a Japanese source because of the Japanese trip that was going on. Right. So I could track closures. In fact, I, I, one of my favourite Twitter jokes I've seen in recent times is very much of the same vein of of this one about Americans not wanting to drink corona in case they get the coronavirus. And it's that 36% of Republicans approved of bombing Agrabah, <laughs> the fictional city from Aladdin. <laughs> So that's pretty good. But um Vin Diesel virus. Sorry, yes, yes. the Vin Diesel uh, virus. So uh, obviously coronavirus. Uh in I've heard of it. The Fast and the Furious, uh the familiar run by Vin Diesel mm. uh only drinks Corona. Mm. Hence Vin Diesel virus. Right, okay. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's simple as that. Obviously Vin Diesel drinks it to uh ward off mm. coronavirus, because that's obviously well known. Yeah. Is that you don't get coronavirus from corona. Corona stops coronavirus. It's Break just it, a fact. Breaking news. Yeah. And if you have it with a Lyme... We can exclusively reveal. Yeah. If you have it with Lyme, stops Lyme disease. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, 
I'm glad to be able to drop uh, these home truths on our many listeners. Do we have to say? Uh, do I do I have to say it? What? That's not actually true. <laughs> I, well, look, I would hope not, but you never know. I yeah. guess you can't be too sure. Yes. Uh, these days, but yes, we're not going to Japan now, Josh. We are not. Yeah. Um, Japan is going into not quite lockdown, but. I would I would suggest they are putting into place some of the most extreme quarantine measures of just about any country yeah. outside China, and uh, a few of our sort of potential trips out, uh, notably the theme parks, uh, were cast into major doubts. I mean, Universal the Universal trip was totally wiped out. That was yep. now off the cars because they shut it until the fifteenth yeah, of March. In when we was in Kyoto and Osaka, so uh, no Disney has done the same fifteenth of March. So there's you know a chance if it legitimately reopened on the sixteenth day, uh, we would still at that point have a couple of days left of the trip to go and do it. But you you can't necessarily be certain, and it's no, difficult yeah. to know what is going to happen in the next two weeks that would facilitate the parks reopening. Like what is going to happen in the next two weeks that would allow the government to come out and say all right everything is starting to look a lot rosier now uh start reopening stuff etc yeah um they've closed schools for uh the next couple months yeah the j league's cancelled for the next uh, the three sumo weeks. as you sumo. were so outraged yeah. about outrageous never before <laughs> not even during the war was it cancelled <laughs> and yet yeah now coronavirus has stopped it uh the baseball obviously japan the best at baseball uh even to the Great uh, chagrin, I think that's the right word, of uh, the USA. Right. Because um, obviously in baseball, they play for the World Series, mm. even though they're the only country that plays in it are American teams. Yeah. Um, but Japanese often beat them in when they play each other. Yeah. Which I always find amusing. Um, the rugby's cancelled. Uh, the art museum that I said about, shut. The Studio Ghibli Museum Studio is shut. Studio Ghibli uh, Museum. The, the Olympics Tokyo Zoo. are in doubt. Yeah. Although the, Olymp- the Tokyo Olympics people are like, no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Nothing's going to stop it. Yeah. And everyone else is like, maybe stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, we'll again, to, the we'll last time it stopped that. was the war, right? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah. It, like, so 38. Yeah. Was the Olympics with Jesse Owens in, in Germany. Mm. And then stopped until 40 something. 47, no, 48. Can't have been 47. No, it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> 48, maybe. I don't know. My Olympics yeah. history knowledge is lacking. Um, and I don't think it's, it's been run every year, or every four years, obviously, since. Mm. Um, but this is quite a dramatic escalation, and I was uh, my heart sank when I woke up on the morning that this had been announced, and I saw your WhatsApp message yeah. in the uh, in the holiday planning group, and I was like, "Oh no, really?" Because you'd sent a message, I think, the day before, saying that Disney had only just announced that okay, all cast members are going to be wearing uh, face masks yeah. uh, for the next little while because of the coronavirus, and that had just been announced. So for only a, then another day later for them to actually say, actually, no, we're just going to shut, seemed to me as though they've had some pressure from on high being yeah. the government, yeah. the man. Is it uh, and- Abe? Yeah, Shinzo yeah. Abe. Yeah. Shinzo Abe, which is a great name. It is a good name. Yeah. I question his quarantine policies, especially with that cruise ship, which seems like, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of Get the cruise ship thing. Like, so the, for the cruise ship, for me, is just keep them all bloody on there until they all get it. And then... And then let them go. Mm. Like, clear them, get them all cleared, and then let them bugger off back to their own countries. There's a very good... But they've, like, let half of them get it, and then gone, 
uh, the rest of you can leave. Yeah. Uh, like, so now it's gone everywhere. Yeah. Like, I think, so the legitimate problem where it's now spread quite a lot in other countries is because of that cruise ship for me. Because mm. it well, coincided that they let, got let go and then it started spreading everywhere. We had something of a farce in the UK where they, they flew back about 30 people who'd been on this cruise ship. Yeah. Claiming that they'd all there then tested negative. Then it turned out four of them had tested positive uh, and we found that out when they had got back to England. The reason being is that they'd allowed them to fly back having been tested, but before they had received the test results. So they were tested, let's say, on the Friday in Japan. Yeah. They flew back on the Saturday, and then Japan rang up somebody in England on the Sunday. And we're like, uh, four of those people you've flown back, they've got it, by the way. Uh, and understandably, therefore, the other 26 are probably like... Great, What's thanks. going on? Yeah. yeah, we've just been on a plane we've with now these all people. Got it. Now we've probably all got it. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, I don't want to turn this into a uh, serious uh, hard news podcast, <laughs> but um, look, it's obviously a serious issue. There are certainly demographics of people out there who are right to be fearful of this yeah. because it is dangerous to the elderly and the you know people with pre-existing conditions etc but i do just feel as though there is a state of hysteria developing around the world that is not actually a good thing no. for anyone and is going to cause enormous disruption to daily life businesses travel airline companies obviously and you know i don't actually you know i'm not trying to sit here as like a capitalist defense force but the but, the, the impact it's having on like the global yeah. stock market is kind of crazy yeah i mean uh, my pension's taking a hit yeah it's like <laughs> this seems entirely it, unnecessary or at least an, an overreaction like, you know, japan's tourism industry mm. greatly affected yeah you know? um and they're still they're still staying open they're still struggling to you know sell and but there's no one around mm. there hasn't been around people around for a couple of months now yeah even though japan hasn't really been that bad until quite recently yeah um so it is hitting everywhere unfortunately um but all we have to do is keep it simple wash your hands wash your hands uh, that's the official line from our great prime minister that yeah. is literally the best he can offer is wash your hands, wash your hands folks well it's it, you know it's what do you the think same as flu what do you think is like hands. the most like pointlessly benign advice between Boris Johnson's wash your hands and Trump's uh, don't worry it'll go when it's hot <laughs> I mean to be fair to be fair the, the, that might there might be logic to that assessment of things because you look at somewhere like Singapore which is hot all year round and what looked like c could be developing into a particularly bad outbreak there has massively sl uh, slowed down yeah. and they've had no deaths which yes. is quite remarkable so, when you consider how many people have already died in say Italy where it only really exploded about a week ago I, I think to say it'll go when it gets hot is a bit disingenuous. Oh, of course. Because it's like saying the flu goes away when it's hot. It doesn't go away. Yeah. It's just everyone is healthier because there's sun. Mm. So we get more vitamins in our body because of that. And our bodies work better because it's warm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't go away. No. We're just less susceptible. I'm not I'm not actually suggesting no, that no, was a you're good not. point. That yeah. was... <laughs> like, yeah. Although he's now started to describe but, it as a hoax, as a media oh, hoax. Oh, no. Which is... <laughs> 
just what you want to hear oh. when you're two months away from flying out to Florida and you're really hoping that the authorities over there don't do anything drastic. And, and obviously, um, Swampland, well known for being very protective and stopping uh, diseases from spreading. Mm. Oh, wait. Yeah. What do you re- what does your gut say on uh, my Disney World prospects? Do you think I should be legitimately concerned, or do I, you think it will be all right? Tom, personally, uh, two things. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, and wash your hands. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks very much. Yeah, it's good advice. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously gutted about yeah. Japan. Yeah, and I was looking forward to going to Disneyland and seeing like Mickey Mouse in a face mask. <laughs> yeah. You sound like a terrible, like you're doing an impression of Rod Bryden's Man in a Box. This <laughs> <laughs> is really niche. It's a very it's niche reference. Week. It is, yeah. Trip to Greece. It is, yeah. yeah looking yeah. forward to that. Mm. Um, very niche, but... It's, it's stopping just in time, considering travel is not something you necessarily want to be doing at the moment. No, yeah. So they're... Good time to call it on that particular show, but... Um, yeah, so Disney parks in Japan shut until the 15th of March. Yeah. Uh, Universal Japan also shut until the 15th of March. So uh, and, trip uh, reports on hold. Trip reports on hold for who knows how long. <laughs> Years. Hopefully. Maybe next year. But then next year is the anniversary of Disney World, so I kind of want to do that, even though it's going to be ridiculously busy. Yeah, that seems mad. Yeah, that, I just that seems almost masochistic. To be basically, honest. I just want a baseball cap that says fifty years." Right, fair. Yeah. You know? I mean, the Paris anniversary merch was, I thought, quite disappointing. Yeah, when we were there, and I, I managed, just about managed to get a baseball cap that I quite liked. Right, um, I got one for uh, MGM's birthday anniversary. So I have something from everywhere. I got one for Disneyland's fiftieth mm. uh, Anaheim. So I would like to get. Disney World on, but I mean, for people that don't know, I have—I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, because of my employment, uh, I was—I am uh, eligible for you know discounted tickets and discounted yeah. merch at Universal Parks all over the world, and also free admission uh, to a park. Um, I think it's once per year I can do that. I can get discounted tickets as often as I like, yes. and, and the discount's good. Like it's it's really good deals. But in terms of just straight up coming for free. Do- that's once a year, and obviously we were going to use it in Japan. So I've now got that back. It's not doesn't really make sense to use it in Florida because we'll have a two week ticket anyway. In fact, we're looking into the prospect of an annual pass, such as the discount I oh, can get on those. Nice. Even I hadn't actually realised they'd start doing those again for non Florida residents because no. when we were growing up, we got the annual pass because we knew well we're going to come back next can, August. Do, do, do they do them for? non-residents or is it specifically a A an employee thing no they do do it now for non-florida residents right but they are obviously expensive yeah so there's that but yes so i have my my day pass back now it's like i don't know what should i do with it josh what should you do with it tom hollywood should i go hollywood in i want to do later this year hollywood would be cool yeah Hollywood. Could be on the cards. My holiday year flips in June, see? So I, I, come July, I've suddenly got loads of leave. Uh, Hollywood later this year? Hollywood later this year. Nice. Pets with that in. I've got holiday <laughs> back now. So. Well, excellent. Well, there we are. Oh, luck's beginning to turn. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving well, that, on. Well, now I've shot California for coronavirus. Yes, that's true. Uh, Shall we do some more coronavirus news? Oh, yeah, go Which on. is uh, from Walt Disney World. They have started advising cast oh, yeah. members who've been to Italy uh, to get the hell out of our theme parks, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> They're keeping all the cast members who've recently been to Italy in a 
in a in a in a Big Brother house. <laughs> They're doing video diaries and everything. No, but they are sort of D21 being twenty one in being... the coronavirus house. <laughs> no, it'd be more like day twenty one in the coronavirus house. It's Disney, Josh. Come on. Sorry, yeah. So would uh, it be um is it Pete? Oh, Pete running the show, making yeah. sure no one escapes. Yeah. I don't know, are there any famous Disney doctors that you can think of? Um if you could put one Disney character in control of research, researching and containing the coronavirus, who would it be? Uh, Disney character, not necessarily a Disney character, but I can't remember his name, and Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, I, can't, I can never remember the actual scientist. Um, two. No, but I can't Beaker. remember either. What about, what about the guy from Atlantis? He's a pretty smart guy. He was he? smart. What was his he? name? Was he Milo or he something? He was Milo, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch that again. That's a good film. Is that going to be on, is another that on one? Plus? Another one I saw in um, on Disney Downtown Disney AMC Did you back really? in the day. Oh, yeah. classic! Because obviously Disney Plus uh, on discounted right now for the UK members. Yeah, they're being very vague about a lot of it though, in a way that's making me kind of like, hmm, mm. you know. I bought in. Mandalorian oh. is obviously they have all. They're not outright saying, it, but it's very obvious that it's not all going to be their day one because they don't want everyone to sign up for a week trial, watch the Mandalorian, and then. Sack yeah, it off. So, so they're gonna they're gonna do that like weekly, I guess. But which you know, as someone who's gonna sign up to it anyway, doesn't really affect me. Yeah, but I've, I, I've bought it. I'm you've bought the year, have you? Yeah. Oh right. I just thought I might as well. well but you've got your Plex server, so yeah. But I just want it's it's an interesting. I had Netflix for a year when that first came out. That was a great yeah. That was exactly the kind of yeah where it's like yeah, this doesn't make sense. I'm just doing it. <laughs> I have I have Spotify as well, Thomas. This is true. I I pay for my, uh, you know, for everything that I watch. Of course. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the Simpsons as well. They're being very vague about that because uh, you know Simpsons yeah. over here. There's like two Simpsons deals. Channel Four have Simpsons and like old Sky. Simpsons, and Sky have Simpsons like Sky new has Simpsons. New, yeah, and then it goes. Into- um. But neither of them, as far as I'm aware, have an on-demand Simpsons library. No. So I don't quite know why Disney couldn't still have that but on Disney Plus Sky in the UK. Sky still have a, something to do with Marvel still on Sky Movies, I think. I don't know. They're still. I, I assume the reason Disney Plus was delayed here was so that they were waiting for these deals to expire. If it's coming out in March and there are still deals in place that means certain stuff can't be on it, that seems like, why delay it in the first place when if we I still could, have these issues? If I can watch Atlantis... I'll be happy. All right, fair. That's worth 50 quid. Fair it's, enough. It's 50 quid I think I've paid. Yeah. The, which is, what, so six quid, a, seven pound a month? It seems like a pretty good deal. Yes. Have you heard all the... All the it's like half the price of Netflix for you, the same equivalent, for the same quality as Netflix. Yeah. I mean, there's more stuff on Netflix you would suggest, no? There's a lot more stuff, but is any of it good? Well, some of it's good. Some of it is good. Some of it's excellent. Yeah. But I think a lot of it is crap. Fair. Uh, that is where I've been watching my Studio Ghibli movies in preparation for the Japan <laughs> trip, Josh. Um, I, I just started watching uh, Drive to Survive, the Formula One show, which is also excellent. Right, fair. Um, but I was really annoyed because I didn't do the fast, too fast, too furious thing and put the Drive oh, to Survive. Well, what are they even doing there? I know. Yeah. Rubbish. Anyway, um, I, I don't know if Disney have enforced these policies for people that have been coming back from like Wuhan and Iran and other places that are uh, on kind of these top tier that risk list. China is prohibited across the whole of the USA. Oh yes, of course you're right. So Disney haven't actually needed no, yeah. to. I think the the official US government line on Italy was you probably shouldn't go there. 
And yeah. I think that was as of yesterday. So, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. So the China sort of rules have come from the top yeah. for yeah. Disney. So. All right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I really hope that nothing mad happens in terms of Disney world, you know, Florida and the coronavirus between now and April, May. I will be very upset if something goes wrong with that. Yeah, but uh, first and foremost, I yeah. hope that the staff members that are involved in this are being looked after appropriately. Uh, yes, I hope um, they're not all being forced to stay in their cars. No, or, or uh, something yeah, because like obviously, yeah. as we know, Disney don't pay very well. No, um, a lot of people are forced to live in their cars, which is bang out of order. Yeah, for um, some of them, if if they've just got back from Italy, all of a sudden their accommodation might have improved. Uh, yeah, which is a sad state of affairs. Uh, obviously, healthcare in America is awful. Is awful, or yeah. yeah. Or, you know, very expensive. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, so I hope that they're getting looked after appropriately. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, oh, gosh, Jesus. I think that's enough coronavirus. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore, It's gone Josh. quite dark. It certainly has. Um, should we move on to, I, I think, like, the actual big news of the week is kind of board level Disney stuff but so I thought oh you mean we... Spaceship Earth well it's Spaceship Earth which seemed very much like quick let's put some good news out to cover this kind of bad news um, and I, I wondered whether or not we should get out of the way the other kind of relatively minor story before we get to that which was about Jungle Cruise well I, I think it's you know linked to the biggest story oh do you yeah oh really yeah I'll explain well Obviously, well, I don't know how we want to play this. Well, the big story, yeah, if you haven't heard, is if that Bob Iger has stepped down as CEO, yeah, of Disney, and and big big Bob, big Bob Chapek, yeah, beloved by all who attend and have love for mm. the Walt Disney World parks mm. or, or all the Disney parks, mm. uh, has that's, taken that's, over. Yes, that's how I would describe people's uh, <laughs> support of him. Right. Yeah. A sort of, hmm. Mm. All right, let me play devil's advocate. Then. Okay. As far as I'm aware, yep. under his tenure, yep. Disney have introduced Pandora. Yeah. They've introduced Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. They've introduced Toy Story Land. Yes. They have greenlit this massive renovation of Epcot. Yes. Um, there's a Tron coaster coming to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Seems like Built at, Shanghai you Disney. can argue that it's reactionary because they had a, a decent period S- where... Started work on Disneyland Paris. Yeah. And then and the studios um, over there. So you, you could argue that it's all very much reactionary. Maybe Disney got complacent and it's it's the Harry Potter stuff at Universal that's caused them to up their game. And it's very obviously nice. good for the uh, theme park fan and theme park visitor that they're both inspiring one another uh, yes. or forcing one another to continuously up their game. Yes. Uh, but regardless of motive, uh, it is a fact that Disney have invested a lot in big theme park projects over the last few years, some of which have started to come to fruition others a couple years or less away still. So why does everyone hate Bob Chapek, Josh? Uh, because ticket prices have gone through the roof mm. um, and you get less for your money. But I, but we've just spoken about how much new stuff there is. Is that not more for your money? No. Why not? Because there's less staff. Uh, arguably, the staff are less well-trained. Mm-hmm. Um, the the magic has gone for a lot of people. <laughs> well, this is getting very deep all of yeah. a sudden. The magic has gone. The magic has gone. Yeah. Where's the magic? It's gone. It's gone. Why's it gone, Josh? Where's it gone? Down the road. And why is it gone? To Universal. Oh, oh. Yeah. Bold claim. Yeah. Wizarding World. (laughs) Nice. Yep. Thanks. Uh, Do you subscribe to this view? Uh, To an extent, I think Disney World is ridiculously expensive. Oh, oh, it absolutely is. is. It is not worth it. 
and I, as I, I say this to someone who had a really good time at Animal Kingdom last year, but it is not worth it to go for a day. It is insanely expensive for a day ticket yeah. to any of the Disney parks. And I think it's frankly a disgrace that during the long period that Hollywood Studios was basically a dig site. <laughs> and now that that is happening to Epcot. And obviously it's for the greater good in the long term. But Process while that stuff is going on, for prices to remain the same, I genuinely think it's a, a disgrace. Like, and, it's ridiculous. And every car park is a dig site as well. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're redoing, they seem to be doing redoing the trams at every single park. Yeah. So uh, that's a massive aggro. Uh, yeah. You know, so we was going to Disney, uh, Tokyo Disney. It was a hundred pounds for two days for both parks, which is incredibly great compared to Disney World. Mm. Um, and some would argue that Tokyo Disney are the best versions of the parks in in the world right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think there's this thing certainly in the kind of vlogosphere where people will be uh, detrimental uh, or slag off Disney in their Twitter feed, mm. but then we'll go on to their YouTube channel, be like, "Oh, Disney's amazing." Mm. I don't want to do that. No, uh, I would like to take the ying with the yang. Right. So what you're saying is you're going to be critical of Disney on Twitter. And then in your vlog, yeah. you're also just going to be walking around like... Where's the magic? Rubbish. So rubbish this Go up is. to every cast member. Where's the magic? <laughs> Going up to all the little kids. Like, this is well better when I was your yeah. age. It's rubbish now. I went in 98 and it was so much better. Why do you look so happy? This is garbage. Um, I think, yeah, you know, there's, there's some things... Like, I think Galaxy's Edge is amazing. Mm. And I think there's a lot of things in Galaxy's Edge that are done really well, like uh, Ray walking around. Right, yeah. Really cool. And you don't get that anywhere else in the parks. No. Because you have to queue up for three hours to see one of 12 different uh, bells. Right, yeah. There's a... there's a, <sighs> And I, it, it's tough. We're all adults. All the people that complain about it are adults, right? All the kids love it still, which yeah. is excellent. Uh, and that's what it should be about. But... You see a different side of it as an adult that you kind of go, you, you lose that. It's like, well, there's like 12 different bells and you're still queuing up for three hours and you have to use one of your fast passes for it because everyone has to use fast passes because that's the only way of beating any of these queues because mm-hmm. it's all a bit of a, the queue system is a con. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they're pretty bloody good parks, aren't they? I mean, yes. There's it's, a reason people yeah. keep going. Yeah. It's because they're good and they're fun. And and the new stuff uh, in recent years has been of very yeah. high quality for the most part. I mean, you think of like, uh, you know, Universal obviously have uh, had huge uh, praise and deservedly so for Harry Potter. But yeah, there have been duds even recently. Fast and the Furious, for example, Oof. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I've heard good things about Bourne, but obviously we await to see. Yeah, I really want to see the version of Fast and Furious in, well, it's the same ride, but it's part of the tram tour in Hollywood. Right, yeah. So good reason to go to Hollywood this yes, year. Yes, that's true. Um, Jaws is still there as part of the tram tour as well. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so you don't get on a boat, you do it via a tram. But but. The, the, the point I was going to make is that like Disney, like I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like a lot of their sort of 
big new additions of recent years have kind of been hit after hit. Like even yeah. something like the Slinky Dog Coaster, which I fully expected to just be a flying unicorn thing, really, or a Woody Woodpecker thing or a Barnstormer thing. And I'm actually really excited to go on that ride now with you know, having a better understanding yeah. of what it is. And I guess it seems like uh, that that slinky coaster is more than it needed to be, you know? Yeah. I think the, the ride is really great. Yeah. Um, the land is a bit limited. Yeah. Uh, so there's it's not that big though, is it really? There's like, not enough shade. Relatively. Right. Um, and they were going to put a restaurant in there and then they took the restaurant out. That's now being, but they're putting the restaurant now back in, in now. now. Right. Aren't they? So that'd be good when that's there. Mm. Um, yeah, I still think Hollywood Studios should have had a pay cut or a price cut when it was a dig site. Same with um, Epcot now. But Disney can charge more and people, and it will still be fully booked. So, yeah, why is, there, they is, there a case, is there a case to be made for, well, look, is putting the prices up a slightly uh, greedy? Um, way of maybe trying to manage the crowds are they almost trying to discourage people yeah, from I think so. coming yeah um but at the same time i guess at the same time like we mentioned earlier the staff aren't paid well no so you get this massive paying price increase but they're not getting good pay increases for the staff so the staff are doing their best and the staff love for the most part love working there mm. um and disney are riding on the, the coattails of that, I guess. So how much of, like, Bob Chapek's approach to managing the parks is kind of a directive from, let's say, the higher-ups, Bob, Bob Iger? I think, well, I think... And Bob, how much do you think it was down to just... How much free think, reign do you think Chapek has had? I think Chapek has had a, a lot of free reign over the parks. From my understanding, Iger was all about uh, the properties, i.e., you know, he was the guy that brought Marvel on, he was the guy that brought... Star Wars on bought Fox mm. that's his legacy um, and that's what he's been focused on um, and now that he um, has stepped away uh, as CEO and he's just a just chairman now I think it is yeah um, uh, that's a temporary thing I think yeah so it's going to be two years and, and then eventually Chopek will also be chairman because that's how, the, how it works but um, for those two years he's still going to be working five days a week um, but he's going to be on the uh, focusing on the um, entertainment side of things. Um, so Chapek is kind of a uh, hold figure there. He, he's the money man. He will f- uh, see out Iger's legacy. Um, he will f- finish pulling those um, IPs of Fox and Star Wars into Disney proper um, and then f- make sure that all of those projects are seen out um, and then maybe uh, it's the next guy. Iger is kind of a Steve Jobs in a way, right? And Chapek is the uh, who's the who's Tim the Cook. Tim Cook. I'm um, sorry, uh, Tim Apple. Tim is Apple, the US yes. president. Yes, that's called him. Chapek is a, is the Tim <laughs> Apple of Disney right now. Yeah, um, and it always happens. Yeah, um, Eisner was. Uh, the Tim Apple to uh, I can't remember his name now. The other guy who unfortunately died. Uh, he was he was the Steve Jobs back in the day. Walt was the Steve Jobs, and his brother was the Tim Apple. Right. Um, hopefully, I don't know who's replacing Chapek as head of parks. No. So hopefully he, uh, not necessarily stops 
you know, the, the deductions, I guess, but kind of levels it out. You know, there's like small things like they took the ketchup away from Casey's hot dogs. God damn it. So you had to ask for ketchup and they put it into a sp- cup. It's like, that's not how hot dogs work. You have to spread the <laughs> sauce on top. That's how, that's how hot dogs work. <laughs> you can't dip a hot dog. No. I mean, you can. You can, but it's, but it's not. It's, it's weird. It's not right. Yeah. Um, also sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to see. It, yes. I don't think it's as doom and gloom as the rest of the industry is saying. Industry? Are we in? Are we in an industry? Are we in the industry? The, I'm going to say no. The, the Disney <laughs> blogosphere, right? I guess that's what we're in. Sure. I, guess. I mean, we don't have a blog either, frankly. No, the podcast sphere. I mean. Yes, sure. Uh, that's you know we're we're the as a general the blogosphere is kind of down on it. Mm. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Right. You know, Tim Cook has actually done quite a lot of good things in my eyes for Apple. Yeah. Um, it's got me to buy an iPhone again. Well, it's true. Not a sponsor. I feel like he has started to uh, be a little, little. Uh, Apple has become a little less sort of a of a purist. Yeah, he's company. not as closed wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you hear some of the rumours about what might be coming to iOS this year in terms of being able to set third-party apps as default apps, for yeah. example. That would be a, a, be a awesome. further extension of that. I'd love that, because um, I don't use any of the first-party apps. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, obviously big news, though. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether JPEG remains like relatively hands-off in how some of the sub-brands are managed, because obviously you look at Marvel, and that is like Kevin Fargie's way or the highway. Yeah. I think they've really reaped the benefits of that. I think yeah. the brand that's maybe shown signs of a lack of direction is Star Wars, Wars because yeah. you've you've ended up in a situation where uh, I think they panicked over the response to Last Jedi and my understanding is that Bob Iger was fairly uh, concerned and angry about the response to Last Jedi among some sections of the fan base and that is why it felt like watching Rise of Skywalker that it had corporate fingerprints all over it yeah and it uh, yeah i think that that is clearly um, what clearly there was there was a lot of behind the scenes drama on that film which as we know is excellent for a film <sighs> always goes well yeah oh wait yeah um uh, so that's that i guess yeah have you um, seen the poster for for simpsons uh where bart is the bad guy no have you seen that no. there's a poster and basically it's uh, take, it's a parody of the Avengers poster. Oh, I see. Um, but it's like, I, I saw it looks. It's like basically includes everything that is Disney like, in it. Right, this is bizarre. You know, uh, Pixar films traditionally have a short before them, made yes. by Pixar. Are we, Onward, are we getting one today? Has a Simpsons short before it. Wait, what? Yeah, a new Simpsons short been made. That's not my focused on Maggie. Is it not? It's playing before Onward. So is it? As far as I, no, it's just it's not made by Pixar. So it's a Mac. It's a, I don't know who makes who officially makes the Simpsons. Right. Um, Fox Animation, Mac Groening Entertainment. I don't know. Yeah, but that's, that's weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, as of recording, we're seeing onward shortly. Yeah. So we can report back. Look forward to it. And the Invisible Man. And the Invisible Man, yes. which is a, a Universal Classic monster. Yeah. So, right? Oh my God, he's over there. Uh, is he? No, he could be. He could be. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so you thought the Jungle Cruise news yeah, well, was linked somewhat to this Bob Iger news. Yeah, Bob what- Iger's gone, Chapex in, uh, and now Disney is a sinking ship. Oh! Ba-dum. 
Yeah. A boat. God, that boat is proper sinking. A I haven't boat seen this on photo. the Jungle Cruise sank. Wow. It sank. They're used to seeing the uh, backside of water, and uh, now they've seen the uh, the underside hey. of the water. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. The, uh, the other one is, uh, I'll be your guide, your, your captain, your guide, uh, and if you don't laugh at my jokes, your swimming instructor. <laughs> yeah. Classic. I, I, hope he, I, I guess they, he or she might have had to actually put that into practice. <laughs> On this occasion, um, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, there's part of me that kind of loves the, the the prospect of this happening to me because they had to get off the boat and kind of walk through some of like the the, the set, for lack of a better word. How'd you get off the, of the, the boat jungle is in cruise. the middle of the of the river. Well, I mean, the the, the way they were led off. I think some of them were given like wellies um, and they were kind of led off the boat and did have to walk kind of amongst, you can see this guy who was on it has put some pictures up on Twitter and look, he's walking right by the the tiger. Um, So yeah, there's part of me that kind of likes the idea of rides breaking down and having to kind of evacuate it and walk through the, the sets, you know? Yes. Um, uh, it's something that I really want to do. Um, it happens it, occasionally on uh, pirates as well, right? It's always quite amusing to me. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's not really been explained how or why this happened, but the ride did get back up and running after about two hours. I think the boat just sprang a leak, right? Yeah, so. It's not really a massive story in the grand scheme of things, but if you haven't seen the pictures, they are quite extraordinary uh, and are worth looking up. Um, just on this topic, Josh, Yes. Uh, if you could pick one ride to break down and you have to evacuate in a way that allowed you to kind of walk amongst the animatronics or the special effects or whatever else, uh, what ride would it be? Well, first of all, not It's a Small World. Right. Because there is a, uh, I have seen a, a version where the music. You wouldn't want to try and find the secret entrance to Tomorrowland. Well, that obviously. But um, I have seen uh, a video where the music stops playing, but all of the animatronics are still moving. Oh God! And it's scary as hell. That sounds like they're really loud. Set up for an Annabelle movie. Yeah, they're incredibly loud mm. when the music's not playing. So, not that. No, that would be rough. Um, haunted Mansion. Okay, yeah. Um, if that, but only if the like the doom buggies broke down, right? But the music and stuff was playing still, yeah. So uh, and uh, the uh, graveyard scene. Okay, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Kind of exploring the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I don't know what it'd be for me actually. Come to think of it, I don't know. I think I think I'd want to. I think I'd want it to happen on a ride that is kind of a mix of like screens and effects and real life stuff, because then I feel like you could sort of see stuff from really weird perspectives that really, really killed the immersion. Right. So yeah. something like the forbidden journey. Yeah. Like just walking right up to the big screens that are still playing these <laughs> scenes of drama and just sort of, I don't know, uh, poking at the dragon and stuff like that. Harry's on a broom going, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a loop what are you doing down there uh, or like Spider-Man like the idea of walking around Spider-Man with my glasses still oh, on oh <laughs> while you're like halfway falling from a, from a building yeah yeah I think that would be a similar situation to you know when you like step onto escalators that aren't working yeah and you always have that slightly weird sensation no matter how many times you've done it and how prepared you are you always sort of go oh yeah yeah your body is like so used to it 
like carrying you, you upwards. Yeah, does me in every time. Something like that would be a, weird. Uh, shop in uh, like a department store in New York that still has wooden escalators. Huh. And it's really cool. It's like some of the original. Like it was the original elevators. Uh, yeah. Escalators. Sorry. It's so I cool. was speaking of original elevators. There is a. Oh gosh, I'm going to butcher this, and I might be slightly wrong on what this is called. Posternoster. Uh, a yes, Paternoster list. Something like that. Paternoster list. Uh, we had one of those at Leicester University. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, Did you ride it? Yeah. Like you, you had to really. No, I mean, because uh, it because they go over the top, right? Oh, I did see. Did you ever ride it over the top? Uh no, I don't think I did actually. Because you're not supposed to. Right? No, I wouldn't have thought so. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. There were like signs up on the top floor, like "Get the hell off now." Yeah. Um. Likewise, if you're going all the way to the bottom. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, that sounds sick. Yeah. I've always wanted to try one of them. No fast passes needed for that. Oh, Just get straight on well, it's, it's more like a doom buggy, yeah, right? Well, I guess so. The doom buggy of lift. constantly moving. Yeah. Uh, finally, for this week, I think, uh, and this very much felt like trying to sort of bury some bad news because this came out on the same day as the Iger stuff. Uh, Disney detailed uh, some of what they're doing to Spaceship Earth at Epcot. Uh, it's going to shut in May uh, for a period of extensive refurbishment and renovation. I don't want to be that guy. And it's going to be its most ambitious update since the park opened, apparently. But I'm going to be that guy because I've been that guy for the whole episode, basically. Okay. But the artwork for this just looks like Spaceship Earth, but with a light package put on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I must admit, as someone who doesn't really have vivid memories of Spaceship Earth, I've only done it once and um, it didn't really stick with me, to be honest. I, I must admit, I was looking at these pictures and thinking... Sure, I guess ex- I'm not sure I'd describe this as an extensive uh, uh, sort of so change. So, as far as I can remember, so we're looking here at um, some artwork that is going through Egypt, by the way. Egypt, and the and doesn't exist as far as I'm aware in the spaceship Earth, like anywhere like that. What it actually looks like is a guy uh, meant to be hammering out parchment, papyrus into parchment, yeah, but he's clearly. It's like um, a terrible, like old, like seventies comedies where they throw a punch and the punch is nowhere near the person that they're punching. Oh, I see. Yeah, and they react. That's what it's like. Like the hammer never actually goes down onto. The yeah, paper. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess they're going to get rid of the guy, the boy without a face. Yeah, I, I would. Which is a Doctor Who episode. I feel like that is a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have any particular? I really like attachment Space to Space Earth. Space Earth. Uh, Earth is a classic for me. Right, uh, Jane. Uh, Jane? Dame Judy Dench doing the narration. Yeah, um, is it going to get a new narrator? You would have thought because before that was Jeremy Irons, I think. Right, and he's now been relegated. Does that mean Judy Dench is going to take his job on the Paris tram tour? Uh, yes. And Jeremy Irons is going to get demoted to something else below yes. that. Yeah. And then someone takes over from Judy Dench on Spaceship Earth. Yes. I don't know who would do it now though. Um, hmm. Need someone famous and have a. Kind of an authority about a bit them. of gravitar to their yeah. vocals, and I believe it's based on where you're from. So if you are English, then you get the English. You know, it's got plenty of gravitar to their vocals. Ray, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to a journey through human history. <laughs> I don't have the uh, rights house. to. I don't, um, I don't know the the rights to use him. Unfortunately, uh, oh Hugh Laurie, Hugh Laurie, Hugh, Hugh Laurie, Laurie might do it. You reckon? Yeah, he's got. Well, because he's well known in America. It's in Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland, um, has a so does he have, does this person, as house. He has that gravitas. He has to be British, then. This person. Yeah, I think it's a different person for each country. Oh, 
So I think the Americans get a different person. What, on Space of Earth? I believe so. What? How does yeah. that work? Well, it's the same speech, just when they get an American person. They get like Jay Leno or something. But how? Well, you pick your country. You Do pick you? where you're from. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then at the end, you build your future. Oh. So you pick, uh, do you want to live, do you like the city or do you like the country? Oh, I remember that part. Yeah, but at the beginning you pick your country. Right. Because then at the very end, uh, there's a big, you walk out, when you walk out, especially Perth, there's a big screen and you see all the people. Yeah. All the pictures all around. Yeah. And, I have vague recollections of and this. And you get posted to your city, mm-hmm. but the touchscreen doesn't always work. So Right. They might rip that out completely and you just get one narrator. Right. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't have thought cost so. Cost-cutting, am I right? Yeah, but I wouldn't have thought so because you get quite a lot of Spanish going, um, a lot of uh, well, maybe not at the moment. Well, Brazilians speak Portuguese, Portuguese, yeah, Chinese come over as well. Not at the moment, they're not Josh. Wow, we not allowed in. Um, f- you mean hi? It's C. Uh, <laughs> Quebecois, they speak French. Oule beaucoup chaleur of voir, Sichuan. Hi. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, maybe Hugh Laurie is not a bad shout. Yeah. I don't know. Um, trying to think who else. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, yeah. Um, <gasps> Prince Harry. No. He's looking for work. <sighs> he wants to be financially independent. Uh, the guy, the brother of uh, the guy who founded Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, David Attenborough? Yeah. Well, I mean, doesn't he already narrate a show at Epcot? Yeah, just get him on everything. <laughs> Well, not let's not get him on anything. Everything. I think he'd die if he went on Mission Space. <laughs> um, well, cool. Uh, I I don't know what the time scale is is on Spaceship Earth. Uh, it's got to be open for fiftieth uh, anniversary. The anniversary, right? I mean, you'd think so, but who yeah. knows? Bloody Chapek making Epcot awesome. Yeah, but the problem is he does the well, not the but they do these massive plans and yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Because there's that like multi-platform. Like that Sky Garden mm. that's then also going to have like a dance floor underneath it or some right. craziness. That looks awesome. Right. Well, so someone at Disney obviously just went to Singapore and were like, we should, we should, we do, should do this in yeah. a park. Yeah. Um, and what Disney should do is build their own airport yeah. and have one of those crazy... I mean, honestly, Singapore yes. A lot of a lot of the kind of uh, attractions in Singapore, you do walk around and think, this kind of does look like it should be in Epcot. <laughs> Um, but Disney would never spend this amount of money <laughs> to make it Singapore happen. has too much money. Yes, it does. Uh, well, I think that's everything, Josh. I think so. A bit of a bumper news episode this week. The only last thing to mention is that our good friend, Mr. Ben, who has been getting in touch <laughs> with the show, <laughs> not just via email, <laughs> not just via email now, but also via Twitter, because we're on the Twitters at Park Rush Podcast, yeah. and we're on Instagram at the same tag there. Yep. Uh, but yes, Ben's got in touch about an app he's been working on. Uh, and yeah, This uh, is not a sponsor. No, not at all. Josh, you've read it because you are a nerd. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if you could sort of put it into uh, straight up simple English for myself and everyone else uh, and kind of explain why this might be a useful little tool for theme park fans if it uh, if it comes to the public app store. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Ben uh, uses RSS feeds. You what? To <laughs> That's get right. his news. RSS I know, feeds, I know what an RSS feed uh, is. Used for podcasts. That's what most people would know him for. Podcasts. Uh, if you try and get a... If you have to... If you listen to a podcast that isn't on your... F- podcasting app mm. you can use the rss feed to put it into your app um basically ben does the same thing but with news feeds right um and this new app basically uh reads this stuff 
reads the news articles to see if um, fast passes, well, he's specifically using it, um, and you can too, uh, or potentially to um, see if the fast passes are open for a new ride or uh, if that restaurant that you was kind of hoping would be open when you was there right. has it open. So you can sort of basically create his own customised news alerts for yeah. very specific terms. Yeah. So um, for example, uh, so he's used it for the Pokemon. He when he was testing it, the Pokemon Home app. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, he basically put one in saying, "Hey, when this, you know, you put in kind of words like." Available now, Pokemon Home available now. Yeah, uh, and when that news article came up, he got a notification saying, "Hey, there's this news article saying that Pokemon Home's available now," and he was he then went straight to the app store and downloaded it. Um, you could use it for say, um, so Ben's looking, got it running following uh, Space Two Twenty. Oh yeah, the new restaurant, the new restaurant, that's Epcot, at Epcot. So he's following it. Say uh, when that says open for bookings. He'll get a notification and he'll go straight onto the booking reservation website and try and book it. Mm. Um, So that could be really helpful uh, if you're trying to track that stuff, you know. Um, I don't know. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, they've already announced when that's opening, right? Fast passes. Third of March? Yeah. So that's next week. Yeah. So Ben's got. Kind of this week. Ben's got fast passes for that. Yeah. Um, as he's mentioned previously. So, uh, what else is opening? Uh, Tron, is that this year? No, that's next year, I think. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else planned for Disney World. Cosmic Rewind? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. If there's something coming up... Sam Eagle's Regal Eagle Smokehouse has opened. That has opened. Apparently it's pretty good. Well, I'm not surprised. It's run by Sam Eagle. Yeah. I mean, come on. The guy's got standards. He would not slack. No, he wouldn't. Or skimp. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, if you go to the uh, Park Rush Twitter page, as I say, it's at Park Rush Podcast, and you can find this blog that Ben sent. It's worth a look, I think. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Cool. All right. Well, uh, our Instagram tag is the same, as I've mentioned. You can also email the show, podcast at parkrush.com. Find every episode uh, and playlist, etc. at parkrush.com. Or you can find us on your preferred podcasting app. If you're not subscribed already, I hear it works via these RSS feeds. Uh, Until next week. We will be back because we're not going to Japan. (laughs) Take it easy, everyone. Goodbye. Sayonara. 